Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Joe, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life, and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly, and it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about a topic that I just read about recently on Bloomberg Business, and it was talking about the great resignation and why so many women are leaving the corporate world and leaving the workforce in general. And I thought that this was such a relevant topic based on all of the people that I've been working with lately and uh, meeting with in terms of clients, referrals, and all of that. So for those that are unaware of what the great resignation is, is that during the pandemic, Corporate America had seen, and not just America, obviously, Australia, Canada, all over the world, had seen a huge push for employees to resign or to get laid off and not return into the workforce. So right now, there is a huge shortage of skilled labor across all different industries because so many people used the pandemic as a catalyst to leave their jobs, leave unhappy workplaces, and go off and pursue other ventures. And this is interesting because this is exactly what happened to me. I was working in corporate up until January 2020, was waiting for my new permanent residency visa application to go through in Australia. Then the pandemic hit, I was forced to move back to Canada. And when I moved back to Canada, rather than going back into the corporate world, I was like, you know what, everything happens for a reason. This is my opportunity to start a business. And I did. And I was working on it from 2020 into 2021. And so, you know, I fall into this category. So basically what happened was, uh, is Deloitte did a survey and they interviewed 5,000 women. And of these 5,000 women, they said that they had intended to quit their jobs within the next two years. And the key driver for this decision was that they are either looking for different types of employment that they can earn an income from or start a business from home or something like that because the driver for the decision to leave the workforce or to leave their corporate roles rather is because they are feeling burnt out and stressed and that their workplace was having a negative impact on their mental health and their physical health. So of the women that were surveyed, the rates were worse for the women that were belonging to ethnic minority groups. And the majority of the women that stated this were in the middle management and part-time roles and also women aged 18 to 25. So this is really interesting in my business because what this means is that 
there are women in middle management who are getting burnt out. They're having poor mental health. They are taking time off from work. So overall, one in three women in the study said that they had taken time off work due to their mental health and almost half rated their mental health to be poor or very poor. So these are outstanding results from this survey because it's giving us an insight into what women are feeling and thinking in their jobs. So I want to let this sink in for a minute. If one in three women are taking time off because of poor mental health and of the 5,000 women surveyed, there's a large portion of them that intend to quit their jobs in the next two years. There's a couple of things that are going to have an effect on the corporate world. Number one, it's going to be huge loss of quality employees and huge push towards, um, you know, women leaving the workforce, which changes the balance in energy within a workplace because women bring a lot to the table. They have very different views on things. They have different opinions on things. They come in with more of a nurturing personality and provide a lot of really good value to team environments, to management roles, and all of those things. So that is a huge impact for employers. Not only that, there's not going to be as many people replacing them. So the women that are in these middle management roles and they're reaching burnout have a much higher negotiating power. And this is something that I specifically work with women on in terms of salary negotiation, but not just salary. If there is a low supply and high demand of women with particular skills, education, expertise, and there's such a big push for women leaving the workforce, then all of a sudden the ones that are staying in the workforce and that are keeping these corporate roles have much more bargaining power. They can negotiate higher salaries They can negotiate better working conditions and be more demanding in their requests. For example, not working crazy overtime hours and setting boundaries with their employer about expectations of after hours work. They can say no to travel if it doesn't meet their lifestyle. You know, a lot of these women have young children and they don't want to be doing those traditional travel trips where they're expected to be all over the country, you know, different times of the month. And also working from home or remote work and uh, the ability to choose their physical location. There are more and more companies that are starting to incorporate flexible working environments as a long-term strategy for employee retention. And if this is something that you are interested in for yourself, it's time to start having a look at what is out there from a prospect, from a job prospect um, point of view, because there are so many employers that are having to get real competitive and real aggressive in their recruitment strategies because they're losing so many quality employees. So what this means for women is that if, for example, you're working in a job where you don't feel appreciated, where you didn't get a significant pay increase during uh, your last performance review and significant is like anything over eight and a half percent because as we know inflation has gone up to eight and a half percent so if you're not getting eight and a half percent at your last pay increase 
then you're falling behind. Your employer's not keeping up with inflation. It's not the standard one and a half, three percent that it was in previous years. We have seen for the first time in our generation, you know, I'm 35 years old. So for the first time in my generation, we are seeing prices increase and we're starting to really feel it in our bank accounts, not just in the price of gas, but in the price of property, in the price of groceries, in the cost of living, transportation, everything is going up right now. And if your employer is not meeting you at the table and is not valuing your worth, then it may be time to start looking elsewhere. And this is one of the conversations that I have with my female clients, particularly when I do salary negotiation, because men are more aggressive when it comes to negotiation. They are more willing to ask for what they're worth or for more than what they're worth. And they're also more willing to walk away if they don't get it. Whereas women are much more conservative on the salary negotiation side of things. And so if they don't get it, what they will tell themselves is the story that they'll tell themselves is like, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. I'm not experienced enough or I'm not qualified enough. When that is absolutely not the case. Many, many employers have in the past taken advantage of women's insecurities or inability to communicate their worth and ask for what they want in a salary negotiation setting. They will take advantage of their weaknesses. And I hate to say this, but it's a truth. It's a reality and it's a truth. And so employers know that they can undercut women's salaries, which is generally why we see women's salaries as so much lower than men's. And it's because they know that the the likelihood of a woman negotiating is much lower. And if they do negotiate, they're very conservative in their negotiation. They're not asking for the 10, 15, 20% pay increases. They are asking for like five to 7%. And this is just not enough anymore. Women need to be bold in their requests. They need to know their worth. They need to stand behind it. And they need to be willing to walk away from a job that the job might be okay. They might like their coworkers. They might like their arrangements, you know, their work from home, their boss, that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, our lives and our living expenses are getting so overpriced that money talks and money is becoming more of a driver in salary negotiation than ever before because people simply cannot afford their living expenses and are spending way above their means just to get by. And this is not even lavish lifestyles. This is like just to get by. So salary negotiation is becoming increasingly important and understanding the leverage that you have as the employee is going to be the card in your pocket that is going to help you get what you want. So if you are in a middle management role, if you are in a qualified position where you needed some sort of skills or education or experience to get to where you are now, then you have negotiating power. And if you are not getting compensated fairly and what you deserve in your current job, it's time to start taking a look at what else is out there and you will always make a much more significant 
increase in your salary by making an employer's switch. So taking a new job is always going to get you more than if you negotiate within your existing job. And you can use it as leverage with your existing employer because existing employers, if you like the job and you like your boss and you like the work that you do, it doesn't hurt to go out and interview with other jobs and potentially even get an offer on the table that you can then take back to your employer and say, hey, I'm in demand. And obviously you're going to word it differently than this, but in your head, you're going to be like, I'm in demand. I have skills and expertise that are valuable on the market, and this is what I have been offered from another similar firm. All things considered, I enjoy working here, and I want to stay, but money talks, and a $15,000 pay increase, you know, gross pay increase is over $1,000 a month extra. You know, obviously, you need to take into consideration the tax benefits and all, or the tax um, implications as well. But if you're looking at a $15,000 pay increase over the course of 12 months, that's going to have a significant impact on your ability to repay any debts that you've got outstanding, improve your your lifestyle, go on a holiday for the first time in years, you know, do all of the things that you have wanted to do and deserve to do, and just also have a little bit of extra breathing room. So for that peace of mind, it's not just the 15,000 in the first year either. It's like the 15,000 ongoing and then every pay increase on top of that. So why this is important to understand is that our times are changing right now in the corporate world and quality employees and, and quality staff with the right experience and the right education have the upper hand. They have the bargaining power. They are the ones in control and they can dictate the terms of employment that they want, including salary, but not limited to salary and compensation. Also things like more paid time off, more flexible working environment, better benefits packages, um, you know, being able to travel and work remotely on your travel. So you're not actually using your vacation time and things like that. So if you are in a role right now and you're feeling a little bit frustrated or you're feeling it like you're underpaid or didn't get what you wanted at your last salary review, it might be worth just having a look around and seeing what's out there. And it never hurts to just jump into a few interviews, get a taste for what other roles are available to you, what their compensation packages are looking like, and what their work benefits are offering. Because your quality of life could be significantly changed just by looking at what else is available to you. So if this is something you're interested in, if you are shy when it comes to salary negotiation and uh, knowing your worth in terms of your pricing or like if you're a business owner or if you're a salaried employee, let's have a chat. You can book a consultation call with me, which is on my website, sandrajo.com. And I have specific programs that are three sessions that we focus only on salary negotiation. And knowing your worth and owning it and showing up to your performance review or having a one-on-one with your boss and going in with all of the tools and all of the information that you require in order to have a valid case so that they have to then come back to the table with a proposal for you. 
So let's have a chat, book a consultation call with me. I love, love, love talking about this topic. And I will also drop the link to the article from Bloomberg Business uh, in the show notes. And this was a survey done by Deloitte. So check it out, have a read about it. There is lots of information out there about the great resignation. So if you are interested in this topic, check out some articles on LinkedIn as well. I've been reading some really good articles on LinkedIn and uh, yeah, see how you go and let's have a chat. And again, thank you so much for listening today and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.joe. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey. 